Hello, Internet. Welcome back to Draft the Universe, the nerd fight battle royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. Or drink ourselves to death. That's or drink plan. ourselves to death. That's the plan. Uh, in my eulogy, I will note, I'm Jafer. I'm Chris. And I am 40% Ben, 60% beer. Yeah. I just want to I just want to point out by the way that we've kind of concocted without ever consciously looking at the whole setup a scenario in which in in an hour and roughly 45 minutes we are going to have to drink 5 beers apiece. Yeah, I'll set up the guest room for you, Chris. Uh, <clears throat> make sure the bunker's nice and cozy. Well, only if you win. Or no, because a judge might have to try to We might have to drink Seven beers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any way you slice it, we're going to have to drink beer. We're going to be drinking oh, no. a fair amount of beer next week. How terrible. It's a weekday. <laughs> it's a weekday. <laughs> well, the other thing is that, like, depending on our picks, we might have to delay the recording because some of them might be difficult to track down. So, I do not have any draft picks that I cannot buy within five miles. Okay. I'm hoping that's that. the case. Some things I might think are not seasonal may in fact have been seasonal, and I will be SOL. That is possible. Um, we might have to institute some kind of wild card related uh, yeah, substitution, find it, yeah. substitution <laughs> policy. We will cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, I feel like, just so it's said, if you can't find what you were looking for, you were allowed to make a substitution that was not drafted by someone else. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's unreasonable. Um, I will say, use the uh, secret uh, Draft the Universe host chat channel to communicate those choices so that no one shows up with two of the same thing. Oh, right, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You mean those those implants in the back of our brains? Yes, yeah, those yep. ones, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, I am excited for this. I picked it, so I better be. Yeah, but... I think we should probably go a little bit over our our personal experiences and histories with beer. Yeah, because this is like a good time for that. This is not a random, you know, grouping of three people when it comes to the topic. Mm. No. Um, amongst us, we have two brewers, a designer of labels. <laughs> um, we have within our uh, friend group uh, several professional brewers, mm -hmm. um, and a lifelong love and passion for. All things fermented? Well, not lifelong, but... Speak for yourself, Pansy. <laughs> yeah, I remember when Dad gave me my first beer. You can guess how old I was if you want. My Five? mom doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can be honest <laughs> about it. I believe I was 12. Okay. Maybe maybe 13. I don't know, man. I mean, what do you think they put in juice boxes in Canada? Maple is it like syrup? Germany? I know Canada is kind of more European. It's, it's Labatt's. <laughs> okay. Ooh. There are worse choices. Yeah. If you want a beer that is very cold, not for like the lighthearted, like it, it is a light beer, but it's got a little bit of a bite to it. And a beer that, oh, yeah. And a beer that goes well with like a sprinkling of table salt, which hmm. is yeah. a thing that my, my dad just loves to do. Um, you can do worse than Labatt's. Oh, full stop. If I'm drinking in North American style rice and corn lager, uh, it is Labatt Blue. Like, yeah. 
it's it's not on my draft list. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend. Um, but it's either Labatt Blue and occasionally PBR, but only when I feel like I need to be punished. <laughs> only when my wife talks me into buying PBR. Right, yeah. As long as it is not the worst beer I have ever had, which is called Big Flats, <laughs> it is the Walgreens brand beer that is $3 for a six-pack. Whew! And in the height of my college drinking days, I could not finish one. Um, why don't we get a shout-out to Hams out of the way, the beer refreshing. The beer refreshing. I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to be taking Hams either, so we can go ahead and give a shout-out to Hams and all of our able Hamsmen, which are friends of ours who have managed to drink a 30-pack of Hams by themselves within 24 hours. It is a dangerous game that... Don't do it. Don't, it's the yeah. second most <laughs> dangerous game. It's hunting people... Hamsman Challenge. Those are the most dangerous games it is known. I also want to throw out a, uh, a shout-out to um, a beer uh, with kind of a, a larger-than-life image in a certain uh, certain television show of the mid-90s. Uh, that would be Ballantine Beer, which was drunk exclusively by um, Fraser's dad. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming that Eddie, the dog, uh, also probably got a couple of laps of that. But like, Yeah, here and there. Yeah, sh- shout out to Ballantine Beer. There was an episode where it stopped being produced, and Fraser's dad was very sad. Hmm. I've been watching Fraser. Fraser's a good show to watch. Yeah. yeah. I'm like now, in the that... middle of season five right now. I'm just curious. Do you know, is that a, uh, a unique to Fraser beer, or is it one of those things like Let's Potato Chips that is a standard... <laughs> Uh, no. prop <laughs> Ballantine beer is a real beer um and it really i want i don't know if it went off uh out of production the exact same time as the uh um the show this as the show that would be fun but uh i'm pulling up its wikipedia article to see if it was oh, just geez. like a <laughs> yeah they stopped brewing the ipa in 1996 so it was kind of a it's kind of a uh, life is stranger than fiction. It's not really huh. strange, I guess. It was just art imitating life. Art imitating life. That was the phrase I was looking for. Thank yeah. you, Ben. But anyways, our uh, beer history and experiences. Um, we have multiple brewers at the table right now. Yep. Uh, between Ben and I, we probably have fifteen, maybe plus years of brewing experience. I mean, I there's been some big gaps in mine, but yeah. Uh, I've been going consistently for over a decade at this yeah. point. And some really good stuff in there. I uh, learned to brew with my dad, who has a very unique taste in beer. He loves IPAs, and so it would be, Hey, I know you really like like Newcastle, so I got the stuff to make a Newcastle clone. But I bought four times the hops, so it'll be like an IPA. And it's, then we're not drinking a Newcastle, Dad. We're drinking <laughs> a dark IPA. <laughs> Hey, I know you like Killians, and I bought a bunch of extra hops, so it'll be like an IPA. It's like, God damn it, Dad. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, is that, like, it's come around. Like, a hopped stout, that's a thing now that is popular. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I, I had my first one seven years ago. I was ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't J- know. Well, Jafar, you started brewing uh, in a bathtub, right? Um, Not a bathtub, although I did make wine with help of a bathtub. And a couple of ladies, a couple of lady friends squishing grapes in the traditional style um, once. Uh, that was a whole other thing. That was an experiment that went terribly, terribly wrong. Um, 
I have beers that no one has ever drank but me. Uh, because when they were done, and I'm using air quotes here, uh, I said no and trashed the batch. It happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've got a mead that we keep hoping will we'll turn. One day. It's, <laughs> that mead is eight right now. And we're still hoping. I am, and I've been saying this for years, I'm on the verge of opening every bottle, pouring it into a carboy, and adding honey until it tastes good. Oh, um, but it's just like, it's it's such a... It's, it's, a, such a, it's, a, it's a joke now. It's a sadness because every couple of years we pop open one and we taste it and it's like, Nope. Yep. yep still, <laughs> still tastes like coffee grounds in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's miserable. Um, we all make mistakes, yeah. and when you make a mistake in your brewing, your friends get to know about it and taste it and give you shit about it for forever. Hashtag potato wine. Oh yeah, yeah. And when you make a mistake in a episode of Draft the Universe, like perhaps you thought that uh, the the movie Groundhog Day had puppets in it. I. <laughs> I could have sworn it had puppets in it, too. We were all... So, to explain the gap here, uh, obviously, we don't uh, edit at the same rate as we record. Um, we're usually a couple episodes ahead, so you will have heard one episode in between um, me inserting my editor's note, uh, notifying you that, that, no, there, in fact, were no puppets in uh, Groundhog Day in this episode right now. Um, but, yeah, I really thought that there were there were puppets in there. I don't know why. It just kind of, like, it was a spontaneous little... Uh, thought I could have sworn it was the same puppet from Caddyshack and that it was a sequel. Like, straight up, that's how it worked in my mind. Do you think that maybe, huh. like, our podcast has created some kind of Berenstein, Berenstain Bears situation? You're saying we got a Mandela effect going on? A Mandela effect? Yeah, that, that's what that's, what that's called. called. Yeah, no, no, you said Mandela. No, Mandela. Mandela. He, I, th- I thought he said Mandela. Are you trying to Mandela effect this <laughs> right now? Maybe. <laughs> Is it the Moncala effect? We've moved our marbles too many times. and It's the Carbonaro effect. Um, so the weeds. Hashtag, are we lost in them? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would I would argue that perhaps the weeds is the birthplace of this podcast. It's where we oh, are definitely. 100%. At, at our most, you know, like comfortable. So anyways, lots of brewing experience at the table. Um, lots of different stuff brewed over the years. Big shout out to everybody at Mountain Town uh, Brewery. Yeah, Mountain Town Brewery uh, up in Mount Pleasant, yep. Michigan. Formerly, um, um, Mount Pleasant Brewing. Mount, Mount, Mount Pleasant, Pleasant Brewing, Brewing Company back yeah. when we were going to school. Um, shout out to those guys. Um, if you're hearing this, um, it, I don't know who's still there even because it's been a number of years since I would come in on Sundays and help can and you would teach me how to brew. Um, which has enriched my life greatly. Um, shout out to Laren specifically and Ironclad Brewery in uh, Wilmington. I think it's in Wilmington. Um, also, uh, my first real brew buddy over the years. Uh, he's a brew- the brewmaster there now, I believe. <laughs> so if I get that wrong and someone else is listening to this and they're the brewmaster, I'm sorry. I'm just misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, lots of beers over the years. I'm brewing on Sunday. I got a brew for the uh, sister-in-law's uh, baby shower coming up. So I guess if one of you were to draft White Off Wasted, that would actually be <laughs> something we something could I could I could provide. You know, just um, even naming White Off Wasted is going to require us to dive down into our personal histories. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. I have a beer. It's called White Off Wasted after a friend of ours. Um, who, uh, she doesn't get white girl right wasted. She, she gets, gets white, white elf, elf wasted. wasted. You can read into that as much or as little as you'd like. More's probably better. 
the uh, the beer came about through a uh, conversation with her, and uh, I ended up making it an actual beverage that we later drank, and so I named it after her. <coughs> okay, so everybody uh, ready? Yeah, let's do this. Um, Chris, you came in third, so you've got the first pick. Yeah, I do. Um, I will note, I'm playing a dangerous game here right now. Mm-hmm. I literally have five picks in front of me. <laughs> what? what a surprise. Me too. <laughs> uh, can we can we make a little, uh, maybe a friendly wager? Sure. Um, I don't think there's maybe one that we both have, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be good. Um, also, just out of curiosity, I don't have a no-no pick. Oh. Um, I don't believe that there's such a thing as a truly bad beer. I disagree. I've had big flats. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I've I had mean, beers I didn't enjoy, and I, I've had beers that were poorly made. But it's still a beer and not a bottle of water. Like, I don't know, man. Anything with the word ice attached to it? <laughs> Milwaukee's best ice. Can we just agree that all of our no-no picks are Milwaukee's best ice and move on with sure. our lives? Here's my gentleman's wager, though. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's say that one of us happens to draft a beer... That was in the top five of another person's pick. Mm-hmm. That person has to draft Labatt. Mm. How about we say a North American lager of their choosing? A North American lager of their choosing, as long as it is widely, widely available. A as domestic, long as it something counts, that be sold yeah. as a domestic. Something that is sold in a 30-pack. Um, so, so most of those guys come in 24s. I know. Um, 30s are when you know you've hit a special <laughs> level. <laughs> Let's throw them an extra six. Yeah. <laughs> Should we charge him anymore? Nah. <laughs> so, so what do you say? Gentleman's wager? Gentleman's wager. Agreed. Agreed. All right. <laughs> this should be particularly easy uh, for me because I'm about to just kind of like lay my hand out a little bit. I decided to go for beers that I have never drank before. Okay. So it might be something that one of you guys may have have tried. So there's a a little potential for it. But I decided to go for things that I could um, see myself liking. And then we'll find out on pod if I actually do like them. Okay. Well, that'll be exciting. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start off um, with the, the, the one of these beers that kind of screamed out to me as uh something that would complement both my general sense of taste as well as the season that we find ourselves in Mm -hmm. Um, right now it is uh pretty unrelentingly hot during the day here in michigan oh indeed Um, where usually we have a little bit more temperate summers but we're getting some pretty hot hot weather right now um and what's something that you appreciate very much during hot weather in the summer Rattlers for me. Yeah, I love a good rattler or a shandy. Perhaps is what you're asking me to lead you into. Um, not exactly. Let's let's talk a little bit more more generally. I'm thinking an ice cold slice of watermelon. Ooh, refreshing. Just a hint of the sweetness, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, gets all over your face. Kind of like a very sensory experience. I'm about to be mad at you, aren't I? I'm gonna take um, so it's a beer from Setting Sun called Oh Sake Watermelon. Okay. It is a beer brewed with Japanese sake and watermelon. Huh. (laughs) All right. Is that available 
around? I have a source. Um, okay. I've I've found all of the beers that I am going to draft. Likely, I will not be drafted over, but I've found them all available online. Um, okay. And I'm going to be placing my order after this uh, recording to ensure that they get here in time. Uh, there was one that kind of, as I was looking at it, went out like out of stock. So there's always a chance that something like that would happen. But uh, and the beer that went out of stock will be my honorable mention. We'll get to it. It sounds fucking awesome. Okay. Um, but yeah, so so number one pick, Setting Sun Sake Watermelon. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I'm excited to to meet that one. Yeah, that's gonna be a delicious beverage to try. We were talking about how we might have to drink seven beers. Yeah. Um, I think what's gonna end up happening is we're all gonna end up drinking five overall, but we're gonna have a little bit of everything, all of us. Yeah, I think that we, it would probably be best for all of us to sample i mean we're not going to be able to do like a everybody has to drink their whole beer thing yeah because that will get us too plastered by the end of the podcast for it to have been even remotely like i don't know i thought that was the plan yeah i was was planning on getting wasted (laughs) all right ben okay first pick all right with my first pick i'm going to do something that i think is a lot of fun uh, and is one of my and my wife's favorite beers and is a thing that used to be really hard to find. Now it's becoming a little bit more easy uh, easy to locate. And if you find it, I highly recommend it. I'm going to go with the Founders Rubeus. Rubeus is a great beer. It is a, a raspberry beer. Uh, it is oh, so good. It is... Uh, refreshing and sweet in a wonderful way because you you get a lot of cherry flavored things you get a lot of strawberry favorite flavored things raspberry is a bit more rare and it makes it a bit more fun uh and yeah i just really love it uh so that is my number one pick it is the rubeus raspberry ale okay cool um rubeus is a great beer um, I thought about drafting it, uh, but I actually picked a different beer by Founders. All right. I mean, we do live in in Michigan. We, we have access Michigan, to yeah. some really great beers. I was there just a week and a half ago um, at Founders, mm-hmm. um, and I got a growler of this beer, which I had been enjoying a great deal. And can you hold on a second? I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this guy I've got right now. Actually, all right, that's one down. Um, so I'm gonna take the other Founders beer. And the beer that had me a little worried there for a minute, Chris. I'm going to take Founders Green Zebra. All right. This is, uh, I have a gambit that I'm actually doing. Is your gambit that you brought all of the beers that you want to draft? I uh, No, no, <laughs> no. But um, this is another watermelon ale. Actually. Oh. <laughs> um, and it is a watermelon uh, goza, which is a style of beer that is very popular right now. Um, Gozes are like in America. The, it's, it is usually pronounced goes, but in, it, it, in Germany it would be goze. Yeah. Um, well, it's named after the Goza River. And actually, I was going to bring this up if we wanted to versales this. Well, wait. Um, are, <laughs> are you the gatekeeper? Because I'm the key master. Right. That's the other thing. Um, this is a lovely beer. Um, Man, if you uh, if goes, if you were tuning uh, into our our podcast today, hoping for a little bit of like beer related SMR, man, you're going to get some. Oh yeah. Um, so a goes in style is super in right now. It's a semi sour, 
um, where they achieve the sour by adding um, lactic acid, which is actually how I brew my orange semi-sour that mm-hmm. you guys have both had. Um, but they also typically add a little salt, and also um, the wheat ratio is very high compared to other wheat beers. Um, it actually breaks um, German beer purity laws, and they had to get a special exception for it has a regional delicacy, um, <laughs> historically speaking. Um, so this is a great beer. Um, it's got that watermelon with just a hint of sea salt on it. It's very refreshing, and I'm looking forward to drinking this in front of you <laughs> and then sharing one with you next week. All right. Um, so, so cheers on this. Let me mark this off. Can I, can I try it now, though? Yeah, you can have some right now. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> um, I wasn't planning on drafting that too early, but you know what? Founders is great, so we can just get them back to back. That's good. I almost, I almost picked this. Yeah, I love this beer. This is also my wife's favorite beer in the world. Um, it's like a seasonal that's new this year, so it hasn't really stood the test of time. <coughs> Unlike my next pick, which has very much stood the test of time. I'm going to take um, Augustiner Brow's Dunkel. Um, All right. Augustiner has been opened, uh, open for almost 700 years at this point. This beer recipe has been around a very, very long time. Um, it is one of my favorite German beers. Um, I have a p- trip planned to Germany for the 700th anniversary of this brewery during Oktoberfest. They are located in Munich. Uh and that's going to be a good time. So that's my, my next pick number two, Augustiner's Dunkel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm i going to just gush for a minute because I, a few months ago, went on a trip to Germany, uh, Germany, yeah. Austria. Tell us about it, Ben. And everywhere I went, I tried different beer. I had beer every lunch. And, oh, man, it was a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, surprise, the Germans know their beers. <laughs> right? Been at it for a minute, those Germans in the brewing. Something to learn there. Okay, well, it's back to me. That it is. Uh, this is interesting, being in, in the in the number two slot. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I, I'm, I'm okay. liking it. Yeah. Uh, so, I am going to go with something that is, we kind of referenced earlier, I'm going to go with Mountain Town Trainwreck. Okay. That is uh, the Amber Ale from uh, up in Mount Pleasant. Uh, it is a beer that I love and that I have had a lot of. <laughs> it's uh. a great, fantastic beer, a great beer. Um, definitely one of my favorite beers. And it's, I it's hear... It's a very nice high gravity. I hear Geeky Greek Gamer in the distance lamenting right now. <laughs> uh he and I have a story from college about that beer, which I'm sure we will share next week. All right. Um, <clears throat> so by a uh, by a coincidence, Ben, mm-hmm. you don't have to buy that because I brought some back from Mount Pleasant with me when I went last week. Fantastic. <laughs> so, was that also on your list, Chris? It was not. No, okay. Because uh, clearly I've had it before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Gambit. Yeah. Gambit. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So it's to me. It is. Yes, indeed. Okay. The next one I'm going to go for, uh, also kind of in the same, uh, same, same feeling as the first one, uh, something that I think 
would would go well with the season. I'm also very big on sours right now. Um, the rest of the world caught up with me, but I was on that sour train about year and a half ago. We've been drinking sours yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. sours um, more than a year and a half. Chris <laughs> can promise. Uh, but I'm just I I'm, I'm in love with a sour, and particularly one that has a, a nice hit of fruit to it mm -hmm. to kind of loosen up the sour with some sweet sweet and sour right um and this one uh looked pretty cool um uh it uh, to be honest i kind of chose it because of the way that the can looked not the first time you've done that um, yeah yeah speaking from history and friendship although i will also note for anyone who scoffed when i said that you've also not been wrong i don't think you've brought one home because of a bottle or label that we haven't enjoyed when it comes to beer yes wine i get it wrong constantly <laughs> yeah um 100 yeah. can verify all right so yeah so i'm going with something from a brewery called modern times the beer is called fruitlands and it is a passion fruit and guava sour Ooh. the can is very beautiful it's got some nice script work uh, got some like black and pink and purples going on uh, against a pristine white background um so I'm looking. I'm looking very much forward to uh, popping open this crisp little can here. Fantastic! It sounds great. Yeah. I love passion fruit. So yeah, this so beer has me excited. <laughs> All right. So um, so far I've picked a watermelon sake beer. Um, I've picked a sour, and I felt that I wanted to like kind of diversify just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I needed something that would represent a little bit more of a, a dark beer uh, going on. Um, and so I'm going to take something from a company called The Brewery. Um, or sorry, it's... I'm going to take something from The Brewery Tarot. Tarot. Okay. Tarot. Tarot. Um, it's called Tart of Darkness. It is a stout. Um, and it's not just any stout. Allow me to pull up the notes on it. I think I've had this. If this is the beer I'm thinking of, I think I've had this. So it is a traditional stout aged in used oak barrels from the brewery. Um, so I guess it's... I don't know where Tarot Tur is. Oh, I guess they're just called the brewery, and they leave the Tarot part out. But... Um, it's used in barrels that previously aged beers like um, Couvre or Black Tuesday. Um, so basically, uh, it is a stout beer that is getting some like kind of fruity notes based on the bar the barrels that it's being aged in, having aged other beers. So okay. I thought it was kind of interesting from a you know like a technical point of view. Yeah, that's mm. that's a way to do it. Having had like meads aged in whiskey barrels and stuff. Um, and also having had bourbons aged in beer barrels before, um, that's definitely an interesting way to add flavor. So yeah, so now I've got a, a nice uh, a nice spread going. By the way, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna own up to this. I probably picked the most expensive beers I could find. <laughs> <laughs> um, not the most, but most of these are, are pretty steep. Um, so if you're trying to drink along at home, maybe don't drink along with with uh, with Chris here. Um, <laughs> Oh, yes. And if you do decide to drink along at home, do let us know. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to hear your opinions on all of these beverages. Um, ben, okay. take us back to you. All right. Well, I'm going to go with a, 
an interesting beer that uh, I think uh, you guys will will find real interesting. Uh, I'm going to go with Odd Side Ales Firefly. It is a uh, papayo papaya habanero beer. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You've had it in your fridge for like two months, and I've asked you if I could have one. Yeah. Every can't. single time we've recorded podcasts, the answer has been no. Every single time. So I'm really looking forward to getting to drink some next week. Yes. <laughs> the ones I've had in my fridge are special. I'll get a second a second set of them so we can all try it. Okay. Lovely. All right. It comes back to me now. Um, and I know what I'm taking already. Um we had mentioned that we have a lot of beer experience at the table right now. Um, so much so that my bachelor party was a trip through the Finger Lakes of New York going to beer breweries, um, which was a lovely time. And we visited what is one of my favorite breweries anywhere on the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, and they weren't selling and they weren't selling beer that day they had a, they had a couple beers out um, but uh, we found out the Sunday we were planning to depart that Old Crow Medicine show was there and playing a show uh, covering all of Dylan's Blonde on Blonde which I loved and that was a great everybody show. else that was with me hated because it's a really it's a really niche combination of interests yeah. I love I love Dylan and I really, really love Old Crow Medicine Show. And so I was in heaven. But the person who I had brought there for his bachelor party... Um, I was having a good time. Uh, <laughs> I was not... I, you and I were having a very good time. Uh, some of our compatriots were not having as good a time as we were. Um, that is not really their scene. <laughs> and we kind of dragged them to it. And yeah. so we did leave a little early for them. But we did hear... All of the, I mean, they played like an hour and a half of music before we left. Like, we were there for a while. Yeah. Um, we also got to sit in the Iron Throne, which was cool. Um, huh. They had it on loan from HBO um, because they had just launched the their latest of the Game of Thrones beers that weekend, which Amagang also does, mm-hmm. if you had any of those. I'm, and I'm sure it's not the, but it was a, like... Super like, high-end replica. It was a, it was a yeah. screen-accurate replica. It was um, really cool. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, I'm not taking any of those Game of Thrones beers, although their first one, the Blondale, is probably the second best beer that they've ever made. Apparently they have one that just came out, um, it's the Cersei beer. Ooh, uh, I haven't had that and one. it's a sour. Um, I am looking forward to it. It's not on my list, uh. But I'm gonna go buy some tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had all the other ones they've put out in that series. Um, I just like their limited releases, and they've all been just... They've made them all Game of Thrones beers because mm-hmm. they have the license. So, fuck it, we'll do some some you know signature stuff here and there. Well, Game so. of Thrones has stayed pretty hot. Like it's yeah, it's, it's I'm unusual sure it's them sell some beer. Yeah, it's unusual that a, a an IP stays like kind of continuously in the public consciousness like this. You only ever see one or two things per decade that does this. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not taking their uh, Blonde Ale, which was the first in the series. Um, one, I'm not sure I can find it. Uh, to be perfectly honest, although I think I still have about four or five bottles of theirs aging in my basement right now. A lot of their stuff is really built to age, so I do have a handful of stuff that's a couple years old from them. But I'm taking the first beer I had from them, and what is still my favorite beer from them, Three Philosophers. 
mm. which is a Belgian triple. It is a fantastic fucking beer. Um, and I'm looking forward to sharing some with you all next week. Um, my next pick is um, I took the, the Goza last round. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed, but the one thing all of my beers have had in common is that they've all been part of a beer craze at one point or another. They've all been the it beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to go back a while for the Dunkel to be the it beer, but it did hold that status hundreds of years ago. Um, so we have the Goza, which is the current. Um, the Belgians were a big thing at the start of craft beer before IPAs took over. And then IPAs were kind of the it beer for a long time. And the last, probably what we'll consider the last of the it IPAs and the, the last strand of them before sours kind of became the it beer is the New England IPA. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a New England IPA, particularly I'm taking the best New England IPA and probably the best IPA I've ever had, which is M43. Um, this is the it beer right now that's not a sour. Okay. Um, it's a very popular beer for good reason. It's um, incredibly well done. It's done by Old Nation, which is another Michigan brewery. So, yeah, home state. Uh, and they're fantastic, and I look forward to sharing one with you guys next week. It, it's a, most IPAs, hit, it doesn't hit that super bitter that a lot of like really popular IPAs hit, where you're just like, uh, what am I doing? I'm drinking well, popular, a rotten salad. Popular before the whole <laughs> session IPA thing. Yeah. Yeah, this is the like the culmination of the session IPA mm-hmm. is the New England IPA. Um, so I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I know I do, and I look forward to drinking it next week. Yeah, we should take a moment just to to talk a little bit about um, how we could have done this entire draft just taking beers from our home state of Michigan. Oh, definitely. Although home state, I mean, if if you if you extend that to mean that you were born in the state. It's not my home state, but it's where you live. It's where, it's where you call home. It's where you. It's where you grew up, and I grew up here in Michigan, um, and we have been like extraordinarily blessed by the amount of craft brews that are going on around us. Um, um, I mean, Denver and well, Colorado, Denver in particular, was the craft brew capital of the United States at the start of the movement, and a couple of years ago, that kind of switched over to Michigan. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't really slowed down. Um, South Carolina is a very poppin' place for uh, craft beer right now. Um, there's a couple other contenders that are working their way out. But right now, as far as I know, like brewery, breweries per capita, it is still Michigan. Uh, so I'm going to relish in this and enjoy as much and try as much different beer as I can while I can. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a really good time to be a Michigan beer fan. It yeah. is. Definitely. All right, Ben. Okay. Well, I am going to go with something that is, uh, it is a bit of a, a personal favorite, and I know uh, it is not going to be on your list, Chris, because I'm sure you've had it before. Mm-hmm. But... I would feel bad if we had some kind of draft like this and we didn't take it. I am going to take New Holland's Dragon Milk. Solid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is a bourbon barrel aged stout. It is 11%. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh man, it is 
it is like eating a cupcake <laughs> or a muffin. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's it, a thick beer. It fills you fills you right up. A but, really good cupcake. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It is good. Oh, man. There, there was a uh, like a vanilla cream sprinkle stout that I saw on the front page <laughs> of the beer place that I'm going to be uh, ordering mine from. I was so tempted. Uh, by the way, uh, do they have wines at the beer place you're ordering from? Because I've been meaning to order a bottle, but I don't want to order just one because the shipping's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's an Australian port called the Portly Gentleman <laughs> that I've been meaning to get my hands on for a number of years, and I can't manage to find it anywhere stateside. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, if you could check, yeah. I'd appreciate it. So I will say it was a tough decision to go with this over. Uh, what probably will be uh, my my number one uh, honorable mention, uh, but uh, final absolution. Oh, final absolution is so good. But it's it's it is so strong. <laughs> it's so heavy. It is uh, our go to when we go to the uh, to the Renaissance Festival because mm-hmm. all the beer there is expensive and it will get the job done quick. One hundred percent, it will. Um, although I do hold. That that is not their best beer. Oh, um, I'm a real fan of the Lancelot Cream Ale. Oh, okay. That's uh, what was the the company? That's Dragon Mead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, okay. I was for for a second. I was thinking different. Sorry. Yeah, we yes. should probably say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lancelot's the Lancelot Cream Cream Meat uh, Cream Ale, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. It's not fair to call it beer because <laughs> it drinks like. It drinks like it's a soda, and you are 12 years old. Um, <laughs> and as far as I know, it's very rarely available outside of their ta- their tap room. Yeah, they you see that... it in bottles occasionally, yeah. um, but they don't bottle the cream ale very often mm-hmm. um, compared to the Final Absolution or the Grand Crew, which is the Final Absolution turned into a quad that they only brew for their anniversary every year. Which I know is you also can, fantastic. You can usually find their Scotch Ale, the Under the Kilt We Heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah which is also good. very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chris, you got your last two picks. Yeah. All right. So so I've got some, some variety. I've got some, some nice, delicious fruits for the mm-hmm. summer. I think I want to kind of tie off that little thing into a, a fruit bouquet. Uh, and so for my uh, second to last pick, I'm going to go with uh, Celador Ale's Pear Saison. That combines two things that I am very fond of. Pears, which are delicious, and Saison, which is a kind of beer that is also delicious. I do enjoy a good Saison. I'm now really yeah. excited to try that. Yeah. it's um, the, the This comes from a, a brewery that um, is brewing my honorable mention uh, and I, I can't wait to talk about that because it kind of blows my mind. But uh, they have a really great reputation. I'm excited to try something from them, especially because it has some pear in it. Solid. Last so, pick. Yep. So I've got the my final round. Yeah. So I've got my my fruit basket sewn up at this point. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to now throw like a little bit of a of a like a curveball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, to use a sports metaphor that I am not entirely comfortable with. Um, so I'm going to go with something that really, I, I only kind of picked because of the bottle. And then I found out <laughs> that it was a little bit more interesting. Um, so I'll just, I'll start off, right? So this is called, uh, Crystal Sink by a company called Grimm. Uh, this is the bottle. 
just a really cool kind of like field manual looking mm -hmm. uh, illustration of some crystals. Yeah, right? that's nifty. This is a, um, a 6.3 ABV uh, farmhouse ale slash Saison. Um, and it is brewed with Earl Grey tea. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, what was it? There's another Earl Grey like, beer I King, saw. I think it's called King Grey. I, yeah, someone was posting it on our uh, Friends of DeSoto Facebook <laughs> group, actually, uh, for anyone who happens to catch that reference. I saw it there. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that sounds lovely. Um, I do enjoy a good cup of Earl Grey. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a cup of Earl Grey today. Yeah, I had uh, some lemon lift after lunch. Normally, I have constant comment in the mornings. And then Earl Grey or Lemon Lift in the afternoons. I'm a big fan of um, mint teas. Mm, I do love mint teas. Uh, so well. I, I I love the um, the Tezo Refresh Mint. Um, mm -hmm. uh, that's available at my place of work for free. So of course I'm a big yeah. fan of it. Yes. <laughs> so you you don't sit terribly far from me at work. Mm -hmm. um, if we hadn't been over this, uh, Chris and I work together now that he's gotten a new job. Mm -hmm. um, and. Uh, you sit much closer to the Tazo pile of tea, and I sit by the Bigelow pile of tea. Mm -hmm. So I don't make my way over to those tea bags almost <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, I really need to go over there because they've got some good stuff. Lately, though, I've been making some uh, Bigelow plantation mint tea and then icing it because mm -hmm. mint iced tea, just oh, real lightly good. sugared, is the best thing for summer. It's so it's refreshing. so refreshing. Yeah. Huh. I might have to try that. Mm -hmm. It's real good. I think you made that when we were living together in college. Yeah, so, I mean, the plantation mint tea goes back a while because there was a coffee shop called Kaya. I think it's gone now. I don't remember. But Un there's uncertain. Uncertain, but there's a coffee shop called Kaya in Mount Pleasant, or there was a coffee shop called Kaya in Mount Pleasant. Um, and I was there the day they created a drink, and it was called uh, Einstein's Breath. It was a plantation mint tea latte with key lime and cheesecake uh, uh Spices? Spice, or flavoring. Um, and it was <sighs> delicious, and it I was there on the day that it was conceived, and so I felt a special connection to it. So that's been a, a tea latte, like the... <laughs> that, Jafar is reaching into his bag for yet another beer. I was um, going to wait. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was a, a tea latte for, for which I, I was very fond for a while. So I've always, like since then, I've been like, I just love mint tea, but... We, we should probably do a tea draft, sh sh shouldn't we? Yeah, tea draft could when's, be fun. When's the, um, when's the anniversary of the... The Boston Tea Party? The Boston Tea Party. We'll worry about it later. Okay. We, will, we will look that up. <laughs> we'll, we'll worry about it off pod. Ben, your last pick. Okay. This is hard. Uh, I've got uh, a lot of things I could pick. You know, I'm, 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 I'm torn here. Uh, Are you burnt? Ben? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh... That's unfortunate. I hope you heal soon. But I feel it is uh, it is <laughs> it is my duty to to with my final pick draft the beer of my people. Yeah, I'm taking Guinness. <laughs> oh man, you had a lot of other choices for stouts from Ireland. Yeah, I don't blame you on this one at all. Guinness is a great beer. It stood the test it's... of time for a reason. Yeah, that's true. Guinness is great. It's got it's got a great history. But man, uh, there are some better stouts. There, there are, are better stouts. Yeah. For a long time, because we are just old enough to remember the days before 
the craft, craft brewing beer. explosion. Yeah. yeah. And when you would go to, you know, any place and it was some kind of American lager, some kind of American light lager, and Guinness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You would get Guinness because it actually had flavor. <laughs> I mean, that's why we did, drank uh, so much Dundee Honey Brown. Dun- oh, Dundee yeah. Honey Brown and uh, Killian's Irish Red. Yes. <laughs> yeah, got us through college for a number of years before craft brew really started to take off. Yeah. And we knew about Mountain Town. Um, okay. Well, that's a lovely choice, Ben. All right, um, Jafar, it is closing time. It's closing time. Ding, ding, ding. Last call. Ugh! Wait a second. What? Wait, did so- did one of us take a pick of yours? No. You make fun of me for drinking this occasionally. I'm punishing myself. That's the only time I drink PBR. Because I don't like playing in ifs. But... Every other pick I've made this draft has been a beer craze, has been a beer fad okay. at one time or another. And my next pick is my prediction for the next beer craze. Huh. And normally I don't play around with this. I don't like it. I don't like uncertainty. I'm not a big fan of guessing games. So to facilitate this, I am punishing myself with a PBR right now. Because you don't like guessing? Because I don't like being wrong. Well, then this is and the I'm, wrong podcast for you. <laughs> I mean, it's the wrong podcast for all of us because we've all lost. Yes. An equal amount of time, actually. Yeah, no, the scores are real close right now. Yeah. Um, so, I'm drinking the PBR to punch myself. Should I be wrong about this prediction, I will have paid the penance already. Gotcha. I think the next beer craze is going to follow sours and fruity beers we had shandies for a minute as the real popular beer Mm -hmm. and that kind of faded real quick we got some ipas again and then we got those went away now we've got the gozes or goza goes or goza depending on your regional pronunciation i think those are going to go away Um, we might get a quick resurgence of the new england ipa or something else real quick to counteract and then next summer everyone's going to be drinking space beer Lambics. Oh. No. Wait, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with space beer. I hope we're drinking space beer. We'll have a space force by then. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with um, Lambics. In particular, one of the OG Lambics and one of my favorite Lambics. Um, I've been drinking them for a long time. Lambics led me to Sours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to take Lindemann's Frambois Lambic, which is their is raspberry Lambic. It's one of my favorite beers. I've ordered this at bars a number of times, much to the chagrin of the people I'm with, typically. Um, <laughs> it is kind it's of not like, really a b- beer to order at a bar. It's the craft beer version of a woo. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the craft beer version of walking up and ordering four Dirty Girl Scout shots. 100%. Um, but I love them. I love, I don't think I've had a Lampic I haven't really enjoyed, at least partially. And mm-hmm. I think that next summer, that's what we're going to be drinking. And so that's what I'm putting out there right now with Lindemann's Frambois. See, I think if it's going to be space beers, it'll be Romulan Ales. But that's actually a beer you can buy. It's also illegal. Uh. <laughs> uh, we don't have the Federation yet. Uh, 
our, our current system is much more similar to the Ferengi, uh, so we're good on that. Oh, okay. uh, you can totally get a Romulan <laughs> ale. All right, the blue. Um, it's actually Romulan ale is an, a blue energy drink that you can buy and mix with vodka. And I'm here here it's miserable. I believe um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, when it's blue, it's miserable, or you will be. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Fury Flare. Anyways, uh, so that's honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, I have one. It's a beer that I'm 99% sure I can't get, which is why I didn't draft it. Also, it's another Michigan beer, and I'm trying not to play favorites, so I tried to keep it limited. Once I knew I was going to have two, I knew I couldn't have a third, um, just because I don't want to be like, oh, Michigan beer. I like a lot of Michigan beer. It's also just due to where we're located, what I'm most exposed to, Mm -hmm. um, despite my extensive traveling. Um I still have had more Michigan beer than anything else. Um, it is Coonhen Brewery's Simcoe Sillier is my honorable mention. Mm. What is that? That is a beer brewed exclusively with Simcoe hops, which have some interesting pH properties that make things taste kind of weird sometimes. The best thing I can do to describe this beer is it's like a wheat beer was made with spicy pineapple. Hmm. <laughs> All it's right. really good. Um, Kunhen is an excellent brewery. Um, I really enjoy just about everything I've had there. I enjoy a lot of beer all of the time, always. You might have noticed I'm a bit of a broken record <laughs> this week. Spicy pineapple. Kind of like a spicy pineapple. Oh, I kind of want pizza now. Oh, <laughs> I could totally smash some pizza. Anyways, <laughs> uh, actually, why don't we why don't we make a point of getting pizza next week? Because pizza and beer are... An iconic combination. So we should yes, indeed. We should get together and have dinner before it carb load and make sure that none of us end up really sick <laughs> and eat some pizza before we drink too much beer. Amen. Sounds fantastic. All right, Chris, your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. Uh, first off, I want to throw an honorable mention to a beer from my homeland, uh, Canada, um, Le Fin du Monde. Oh. Yeah. Good beer. Yeah, an excellent beer. Um, it's a... Triple or is it a quadruple? Yeah, it's a triple. Um, it's lovely. Um, <laughs> Sorry, he's just making a real bad face with that PBR. <laughs> PBR is miserable, and I am earning. I'm, I I really hope that by doing this, I'm right about lambics. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, Lufindumon is made uh, by a company called Unibrew in uh, Quebec, and uh, so I wanted to kind of give a little bit of a shout out to my own heritage. There was yeah. There was a lot of Canadian craft beer that I could have drafted. It's just a lot it's harder lot, to get. It's a lot harder to get, and I, I, I could, I can just go across the border, but it's also kind of difficult to search out beer in Canada because of the way that beer is distributed in Canada. Outside of, of bars, beer is sold in uh, centralized uh, beer stores, um, which makes it kind of cool because you don't get any like price gouging on beers, but at the same time. It can be a little bit more difficult to track them down. Um, so that's just a throw out, throw a throw out to my culture. Um, I actually have a beer from them in my fridge right now. Oh, cool. Oh, neat. Uh. <laughs> so, so here's here's my uh, my true honorable mention. Uh, it's it's based on uh, just I, I had a kind of idea for what I could do in terms of um, of a theme. Uh, for this, but when I found out I wasn't able to get this beer, I had to kind of abandon it. That theme was farm. 
I wanted to have like a wide variety of, you know, like beers that are based on vegetables and, and fruits. And so I was going to go for like a, a cucumber sour along with the watermelon and then the pear. Um, and the only other vegetable beer that I was able to find is something called King Carrot. Oh, <laughs> it is uh, from Celador, the company that makes the pear saison that I'm going to be trying uh, and hop culture. Um, and it has a really excellent history. Uh, so Carrot King is um, a kind of standard beer that's been infused with carrot juice from local carrot farms in Australia. Huh. And it just sounded so cool to me. Like, I've had carrot juice before. Carrot juice is good. Um, usually it's, you know, you've got some different fruits going on in there. Um, and the color of this beer is just, like, crazy. Is it orange it's orange yeah it's like creamsicle orange um so oh, wow i probably will uh i uh, buy a bottle of this it's just that it won't be available until august and so i can't uh, all this episode will probably be coming out in august i can't uh wait around for it to get here so i'm gonna have to choose something else that's why i went with the paris saison but i'm looking forward to that beer because it looks real interesting all right uh well for me my honorable mentions uh first is the Red's Rye IPA uh, from Founders. I, I didn't want to go with uh, two Founders Brewing Company beers, mm-hmm. but, oh, man, I love rye. I love anything to do with rye. I love rye toast. I love rye whiskey. I love rye beer. You do. Uh, it was hard for me not to do it because it is one of the best rye beers in, you know, in the world, and it happens to be sold by the same place that uh, uh, sells... Probably my favorite beer, Rubeus. So, uh, <laughs> Founders is really, really, really good. good. Uh, <laughs> then uh, I'm gonna give a a across the board shout out to they they uh, probably wouldn't have won me any points here, but I love Shandies. Yeah, and so I love Leinenkugel, and I love Traveler. Uh, Man, Traveler. Traveler is 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 so definitely the good. better one, but. Uh, they pop in and out of stores, and you never know which kind of shandies you're going to find. So I didn't want to run the risk of, uh, you know, taking their grapefruit shandy and not being able to find it. I mean, it's a pretty safe bet for right now, uh, especially Kugel. Yeah. Uh, Kugel's way easier to find. I think Travelers are a little bit better tasting. I would agree with uh, that. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, I love a shandy, uh, and I know it gets me no end of, uh, of guff from my uh, father-in-law, who still uh touts the don't fruit the beer but it's like that he is... also drinks margaritas whatever yeah, he that's all he drinks you guys we're getting, <laughs> we're getting a little personal now um. well i mean it's just why 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 blame me for enjoying a fruit beer when you just drink a fruit fruit flavored mixed drink uh well, there's gonna be a lot of fruit beer um, we got a lot of fruit beer fruit yeah. beer is delicious and it's and anyone summer. who says don't fruit the beer just, why can't you enjoy things? Well, it's also why can't from, you enjoy good things? I believe a uh, a Bud Budweiser Light commercial. commercial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's well, they're coming from a very specific point of view. But my final, they were mostly yeah. upset at Corona at that point too. Mm-hmm. I think my final uh, uh, honorable mention is something I know I couldn't pick, uh, but it is a beer that is near and dear to my heart. Miller High Life. Uh, it is my my grandfather's <laughs> beer of choice. Which has become something that I uh, still enjoy to this day. And I also really like it because I know if I get a 12-pack, no one else is touching it. So. <laughs> it's so true. I've literally gone into your fridge 
only seen High Life and Seltzer Water and taken the Seltzer Water. <laughs> yep. Oh, and uh, our podcast can make a throwback uh, honorable mention on behalf of a different episode. In the James Bond episode, if you'll recall, um, Doctor <laughs> the, ep- the movie Doctor No features a very prominent... Uh, Red Stripe. Uh, yeah, yeah, Red, Red Stripe, Stripe appearance. So, hooray beer. Hooray <laughs> beer. I think Red Stripe had probably the best slogan. Like, I mean, how can you get... It's just it's just so joyful. Hooray oh, yeah. beer. By contrast, um, we are going to get catastrophically fucked up next, <laughs> next time we record this. Yeah. Um, yeah we so, are. so, I guess maybe let's say hooray beer right now. Um, we might not be saying it at the end of that episode. Very I'm, true. I'm I'm just hoping that we all make it to the end of the episode, uh, because we picked a handful of high gravity beers here. Oh, indeed. There's a couple over ten percenters on here. Yeah. So we need to make sure we eat something beforehand, and remember that we're not in college anymore. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> and yeah. uh, put our best foot forward there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> although I suppose there's nothing to keep us from just like drinking seltzer water and pretending <laughs> no, uh, no nothing but our our standards sure and, and dignity our, our, and yeah. honor well let's 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 put this out here um i don't know if we want to put this like this we'll decide i'm gonna, I'm gonna say it and then we'll decide about it okay if we can get um a hundred likes on the post on facebook where this episode comes out we will live stream the recording of the matches to ensure that we are not cheating. Um, the way our recording schedule works, we can't live stream. We will record for later release. The video of <laughs> the us. The video of us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Let's leave a gap so we can just remove it, but I don't know. It's, it felt like something that would be fun. Yeah, no, that would be fun. That would be fun, yeah. I'll have to make sure I shave for that shit, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe clean up the bunker a little bit. All right. Well, I, I hope that everybody has enjoyed tuning in for this very earnest, not quite that filled with jokes, because we all just really like beer. Oh, man, I love beer. <laughs> I love beer. And I'm sorry if you were tuning in hoping for us to make a bunch of jokes about beer. That comes next episode. Probably. Until then, thanks as always to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. Please, th- please throw them some shekels. Get that, get that, uh, that album. You can play it anywhere. You can do whatever you want to it. You could drink to it. Um, you could drink along with our podcast while also listening to that album. And who knows? Maybe, maybe the night will go some special places. And feel free to shoot us an email at uh, drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite beers are or uh, how crazy it is that we picked uh, something over something else. Uh, or challenge us with your, your love of Colorado or South Carolina beer. Uh, he's really down in it. Oh, God, why did I do this? This Ugh. is your third beer, man. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so bad. Please, Lambix. <laughs> and as always, I steal Chris's bit and say, let's go to facebook.com slash draft the universe, Twitter at draft the verse, hashtag draft the universe. Join the conversation. Let us know your favorite beers. 
Um, drink along with us, please. Um, and we'll see you out there on the internet, and we'll see you next week. Hooray beer! Hooray beer! Except for Jaffer. <laughs> if you were drinking a PBR, you wouldn't be saying hooray beer hey, either. PBR is our number one fan's favorite beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Stunned. Mm-hmm. Almost. One, two, three, four, five. Beer, 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 tiddly beer, 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 tiddly beer, 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 tiddly beer. A long time ago, way back in history, when there was to drink, was nothing but cups of tea. Along came a man by the name of Charlie Mops, and he invented a wonderful drink and made it out of hops. He must have like been an admiral, a sultan, or a king. There was beer before and there was hops, but like... And to his praises we shall always sing. For look what he's done for us, he's filled us up with cheer. Lord bless Charlie Mops, the man who invented beer, 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 tiddly beer, 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 tiddly beer.